0: It's a new day! Yes, it is! Wakey, wakey. Time to get up! Good morning, citizens! Up and out Rise and shine! This is your wake up call, people! Come on, the coffee's get on! Off. We're gonna get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? nerds? I work with a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I'm a nerd.
1: And uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
2: And shine, nerds,
1: Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt.
2: And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerds' podcasts and shows air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long.
1: That's right, so if you're listening to our show on podcast, you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app, search and favorite LTN Radio.
2: Today on the show, let's talk about that one chip challenge we did on Christmas. Yeah. Hey.
1: We've also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, January 4th, 2021, and we've got some holidays to celebrate.
2: We do. It's National Spaghetti Day. Yeah. Mm, I love spaghetti.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Now, whether it be the traditional spaghetti dish or just the noodle itself, Spaghetti is probably one of my favorite all-time things. Really? But I prefer, like when we're go- talking about spaghetti noodles, there's, yeah. a, there's a restaurant in our town called Shogun. You've mm-hmm. been to many yeah. times. Uh, last night, my wife and I ordered just a huge thing of their garlic noodles, which they use the spaghetti noodles for. They were fantastic. And that's probably my favorite spaghetti dish that I've ever had. You ever had them before?
2: Actually, no, I haven't. But now I'm sitting here and, you know, my stomach is growling within two minutes.
1: One one mention of food. I know.
2: I'm thinking, oh, it's National Spaghetti Day, but Chinese food sounds really good for dinner.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess we could eat the garlic noodles and it's still considered spaghetti. Technically. Eating spaghetti on National... Okay. (laughs) No. Maybe I can convince Chris of the same.
1: <laughs>
2: it's also National Trivia Day. All right. Uh-huh.
1: That's a good fact. Okay. Piece of trivia.
2: Is it fact <laughs> or trivia?
1: It's both. Trivia has like to Kennedy, be fact, right? Yeah.
2: I, well, does it have to be fact? I guess. Trivia, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Even yeah. if
1: it's trivia about a lie, it's still a fact about the lie. You know what I mean?
2: That's true. Now we're getting into a bad question. uncharted <laughs> <unchartered> waters now. <laughs> uh, and lastly, it is national. Thank God it's Monday day.
1: I mean, this is the, the first Monday of 2021, and we made it here. We made it. We made it through that just awful, awful year. And this year could be worse, but who knows? Hmm. We still have that. We're still in that hopeful stage.
2: We're four days in, and it's still the same. <laughs> so.
1: I mean, just because you were late this morning doesn't mean exactly. everybody's feeling the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so you've had a couple of weeks off, Mo. How's your break been? How was your holidays? <laughs> 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 The new soundboard came with sound effects.
2: I was going to say, our new soundboard is so cool. Um, No, overall, the break was great. The holidays were phenomenal. They were awesome. But early on, well, no, late on the 22nd, I got word that my childhood pastor had passed away. Oh,
1: I didn't know about that.
2: Yeah. Um, And then early on the 23rd, we woke up to um news that my father-in-law was doing really poor and um that evening about six forty five here our time yeah. eight forty five east coast he passed away so it right there really within quick
1: from the notice to oh yeah yeah oh
2: yeah um he had he had a uti um which he was also allergic to penicillin so, i am too yeah yeah so taking any sort of antibiotic, it just wasn't really helping as well as it should have. Uh, the infection actually traveled to his brain, and he started to go a little bit crazy, be out of his mind a little bit. Man. Somewhat manic, if you will. He fell. Um, my sister-in-law went over to check on him one day. She couldn't lift him, obviously, so she called 911. They came, they got him, they took him to the hospital. They started treating him for that UTI. The day that they were going to release him to send him back to his home, they had to test him for COVID. Yeah. And found out that he was positive. And so in that time, it was about a week, five days um, from the time that he tested positive until the time that he passed away. Man. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Yeah. So that's why I said to
1: the break. That's a good reason too.
2: Yeah. But we are also really happy because he's in heaven with yeah. me, my mother-in-law. So
1: Who, she was on the one that away, was it three or four years ago? Four years, four ago. years ago, Halloween now? of An 2016. Halloween. Yeah.
2: Yep, Yeah. So the last four years just really have not been the same for my father-in-law. He's been, yeah. he has missed her terribly for the last four years. And for 14 months, he was her sole caregiver, took care of her. During from the time that she was diagnosed until the very minute that she passed away. He was her sole caregiver.
1: Mm. And
2: so he lost kind of not only his best friend and his wife, but also kind of like his purpose. His mission. Yeah. 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 He was retired and, you know, had just turned 82. He passed away on his birthday, on his 82nd birthday, huh. which... I was telling my husband and my kids, I was like, that's kind of neat when you think about it to pass away on your birthday. And Chris is like, sure. Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> but, Stop trying to make this easier on me. I know. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yep. It's, uh, it's rough. That's a rough thing. Mm-hmm. And y'all are not having a lot of great luck with holidays. Yeah. As a family.
2: Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Halloween is now one of those like daily reminders. Or daily, yearly, yearly reminders. reminders yeah. Uh-huh. And now, right at Christmas, we'll be the same. Yeah. So,
1: Well, uh, other than that, though, your Christmas day. It was great. New year's day. It was great. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Everything, honestly, everything was really good. And you know me. I'm the ever-optimist. So it's like, <laughs> he's in heaven. We're good. I'm Sure, it's hard, and there's a time of mourning and grief. Yeah, but,
1: but there is that sense of, of uh, almost relief mm-hmm. when at least you know their soul was secure mm-hmm. kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and he's not <laughs> suffering anymore, health-wise or yeah. emotionally, you know? Yeah. So,
1: anyway. Uh, ours uh, was very plain Jane, middle-of-the-road, normal holiday season
2: 2020 normal
1: or? No, like normal 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 like, yeah it was it was you? nice it was very nice nothing went nothing went wonky uh my mom my mom did get sick she, she we usually with uh with my family we do christmas eve so they come over uh watch a movie we eat pizza and do exchange those gifts uh with with uh, my family which you know the last couple of years has just been my mom But she got sick with a, I guess it had to be like a one-day stomach bug.
2: Hmm.
1: She was having all those yucky uh, symptoms, but it only lasted about 24 hours. But uh, in this COVID-fearing world, we're like, okay, let's push it to Monday. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, last Monday when we did it. Uh, But that was still fun. It was still fun. We got to have one little last bit of Christmas a few days afterwards and... Uh it was it was all around just a, a good classic Christmas as it used to be. <laughs> That's fair. Even last year wasn't as good as this year when it came to Christmas celebrations, so
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I've really found a joy in just the low keyness. Is that a word? That's definitely not a word. Low keyness. Low keyness? Ah, <laughs> Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. just to, uh, And we still did some things. We got together with a small group of friends for second Christmas, the day after Christmas, and did a little gift exchange. Um, But other than that, it was really just a lot of downtime. Do you know I've never experienced that whole weird space in between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know, like, what day of the week it is or... You've
1: never like, been confused?
2: I've never had that until this year. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because every year in the past, we've been pretty much full with things every day, then we've just been doing them. Likely, you know, it, yeah. That you makes know.
1: Sense.
2: This year, it was kind of like, oh, wait. I've literally had to count and remind myself of what we did every day because <laughs> it was hard for me to believe that it was already New Year's Eve. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It came pretty quick.
2: I, yeah, obviously no faster than every other year think, since.
1: Yeah, I think maybe this year everyone really wished really hard.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: For, let's, all right, we did Christmas. Let's hurry up and just end it.
2: So the seconds each day went by just a little bit faster? Yeah. Or, okay, that's, I mean, that is possible, I guess. No, not really. <laughs> all
1: right, let's take a break here. When we come back... Uh, Are you thinking about doing the One Chip Challenge?
2: No, don't. But first, a new Back Row Binge Watch.
1: Stick around. During your time on Earth, every one of your actions had a positive or a negative value, depending on how much good or bad that action put into the universe. Every sandwich you ate, Every time you bought a magazine, every single thing you did had an effect that rippled out over time and ultimately created some amount of good or bad. You know how some people pull into the breakdown lane when there's traffic and they think to themselves, ah, who cares? No one's watching. We were watching. Surprise! In the first episode of the first season of The Good Place, Eleanor Shellstrap wakes up to Michael, the architect of the community that will be her afterlife. And soon thereafter, she is greeted with a whole bunch of other folks that apparently just got there and are ready to watch their welcome video to explain just how they got to The Good Place. Michael lays out that it is an elaborate point system, basically a scale of good and bad. But it's not just making sure your good outweighs your bad that gets you in, you have to be the best of the best. Thank the Lord the Bible's clear that that's not how it really works. There's been a big mistake. The point system laid out in the show, though, is actually quite intriguing. It's not just a simple scale of the good and bad things that you've done, but it actually takes into account the ripple effects that your actions have on the world around you. It's a system that almost forces you to think of the consequences first. And though of course it's laid out in the Bible that really the only way to get to the good place is being saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the fact that your actions have consequences does not go unnoticed in any part of the Bible. In fact, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10 31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Michael kind of parrots this idea, mentioning that every sandwich you ate had an effect on the world around you. What the Bible is telling us here is that even things that we might deem as menial, even things that we might deem as non-important, should be thought of through the lens of our faith because of the grace that God has given us. What Paul is saying here in 1 Corinthians is that it doesn't matter what you're doing. Even something as small as deciding what you're going to eat and drink needs to be thought of from God's perspective. And all the more so for the bigger things in our lives, how we handle our relationships, our marriage, parenthood, our jobs, the decisions that we make, all of them need to be viewed through the lens of God first. Not us, not selfishly, not focused on what we want and what we think is best, but what what God leads us to do. Do good because your father in heaven is good and because he has called you to be his ambassador. Just, you know, don't count on good deeds to get you into heaven. Because it doesn't technically work. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Max.
2: And I'm Mo. If you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours, and we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun.
1: That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule, and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Alexa, uh, well, yeah, your Echo devices, and then simply ask Alexa, play Love Thy Nerd.
2: Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Yeah. About spaghetti. (laughs) Really? Why are you laughing?
1: I mean, it's also technically uh, about trivia. It's trivia day. Right? Yes. Because they're facts. Sure. I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. Is that not enough for you? (laughs) For me to find it entertaining?
2: (laughs) No, it's not. It's simply not enough. (laughs) Okay, on April 1st, 1957, BBC made a spoof broadcast convincing everyone that spaghetti grew on trees. At that time, spaghetti was considered an exotic delicacy, and BBC played on that fact by going into much facetious detail about how frost could impair the flavor of spaghetti and that spaghetti strings always grow to the same length. What? Yep.
1: That's... Hilarious. Mm
2: -hmm. I kind (laughs) of wish that I would have been alive and been British to have seen this. (laughs) Uh, Thin spaghetti and tomato sauce dates back to the 19th century in Naples. Classically, the sauce was served with fatty meats like ham, sausage, and bacon. Meatballs were not served in the dish commonly until World War II in America, of all places.
1: That is very strange. Yeah. Like thinking of ham with spaghetti sauce. Oh, yeah. Sounds awful. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. But.
1: Even bacon. Bacon you consider like, you think like carbonara. uh Uh-huh. So so you consider like a white sauce.
2: So for me, when we were in Italy, carbonara was the one thing that I really had a difficult time wrapping my mind around. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they also put egg which of course yeah, duh. Noodles are made out of flour and yeah, egg. Yeah. But they also put egg in with the bacon and it's like a cream sauce. Oh.
1: Right. It's... it's not an Alfredo, it's just like a mm-hmm. it's its own thing.
2: Yeah. It was always Chris's favorite. Whenever we went to a new restaurant to try it out, he was getting the carbonara and I was always kinda just like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. You nasty. No, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I can't do it.
1: <laughs>
2: Spaghetti is the plural form of the Italian word spaghetto yep. or spago. Spago. Uh-huh. Meaning thin string or twine.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe that.
2: The world record for the largest bowl of spaghetti ever was set in March 2009 and then beaten in March 2010. A restaurant in Los Angeles successfully filled a swimming pool with more than 13,780 pounds of pasta.
1: Oh, gosh.
2: Yeah, that's a lot of pasta. I always have a difficult time with those kind of facts because I feel like it's such a waste. You can't tell me that they served the pasta to people right. after that, after it being in a swimming pool. Like. Right.
1: There are some things where, yeah, they, they cut it up and serve it like right. the world's giantest cookie or whatever. You yeah. know, that stuff they always like have big boxes and they cut a big chunk off and give it away. But, yeah, that one seems like...
2: A huge waste. Just a waste. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. If it's in a swimming pool, you know somebody jumped in it. Oh. You're not going to eat that. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, and lastly, in 2000, over 1.3 million pounds of spaghetti were sold in American grocery stores. If you're curious about a visual of what that might look like, if the packages were lined up, they could circle the earth nine times.
1: I don't know why every like big fact about... You know, how much was produced or sold or whatever uses the it could circle the earth thing I know. as if we can really envision what that means. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I've wondered the same thing.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, if I'm envisioning the earth and then trying to envision a packet of spaghetti somewhere hovering over the earth. I'm not picture. it's, it's yeah. infinitesimal. I'm making it much bigger than it should be. Yeah. Like, in my head, I see nine packages of spaghetti circling the earth. Mm. Like, well, those are giant packages of spaghetti, so that's not <laughs> going to work. It's not a good visual. But. <laughs> but everything uses it. it everything. Like, if you ever, did you ever watch uh Food Network's Unwrapped? Where they go, it's, uh, mm, the guy that used to host Double Dare on Nickelodeon when we—Oh, were Mark kids. Summers! Yeah, Mark Summers. He would host the show where they'd go and take a look at factories where candies and treats and stuff were made. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a
1: great show. They've never released it on DVD for some reason, but I really want it. Or somewhere streaming something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was like every single interview they did with every company that made you know we make enough you know Hershey's Kisses to circle the globe. 18 times or to the moon and back 18 times in a year. And I'm like, that's not helping me, but that's always the metric they use. I know.
2: <laughs> See, and I'm just envisioning earth having nine rings of spaghetti.
1: Like, <laughs> we're the new Saturn,
2: but our rings are boxes. But with of spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, there's nothing more fitting when you think about it, really.
1: Sure. <laughs> Oh, man. So Twitter is a toxic dumpster fire these days. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But there are still some people trying to be funny out there. So we are trying a new segment called Finding the Funny Tweets. And uh, we have a few tweets here that are worth a chuckle. This is a list of tweets about Christmas songs, which I think is fitting since we're now a Christmas song-free radio station here on LTN Radio. There's always a group of people who stop listening to... You know our station in December because they don't want Christmas music sprinkled into their rotation. <laughs> they just don't like it.
2: Where's your Mary?
1: <laughs> so I bet some of them could have written these tweets.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> uh, so the first one I, I think is hilarious, and I saw this a couple of years ago or last year, I guess. Um, it's from Ryan George. He said Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time. It's about friends practicing witchcraft, but then someone walks in and they suddenly have to play it cool. So here are the lyrics. The moon is right, the spirit's up, we're here tonight and that's enough. Then, insert here, somebody walks in, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. We're up to to only good things this Christmas. <laughs> That's I, I will
2: never listen to that the same again.
1: <laughs> uh, Joshua C said uh, well put a picture of Mariah Carey holding two guns pointing one at, at the the viewer. Lovely. Saying what part of all I want for Christmas is you don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that song, man. I escaped this whole year without hearing that song. Really? I did not hear you that know, one Christmas neither did I. season day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
1: Spark notes. Last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you stuffed it underneath the floorboards with the rest of my corpse until the sound of my heartbeat intensified your descent into madness. Mm-hmm. <gasps> <laughs> It's the beating of the hideous heart. Uh, Let's see here. Not that one. So
2: far, these have been kind of (laughs) dark.
1: Yeah, they're all a little bit dark. Uh, Let's see here. British Christmas Carols. First verse We wish you a Merry Christmas. Chorus Goodwill generally to all men. Second verse We want figgy pudding. Third verse, where is the figgy pudding? Fourth verse, threat of collective action if figgy pudding isn't served.
2: I, so I've <laughs> never had figgy pudding.
1: But that's what that whole song is about.
2: I know. Now bring us a figgy pudding. We
1: won't leave until we get some. It is. That's a threat. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere Give me my bring me pudding. my figgy pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. There are two Americas. This is from Stedman. Two Americas. The one that hears Jingle Bell rock and thinks Home Alone, and the one that thinks Mean Girls.
2: Okay. I am definitely in the first. <laughs> America. Uh,
1: let's see here. Not that one. Let's see. These are some of these are bad. Some of these are bad. Uh,. <laughs> Bro, if you don't have yourself a holly jolly Christmas, we're gonna have some freaking problems. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean that's that's the lyrics. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and in case you didn't hear,
2: oh by golly, oh by golly. have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs>
1: Sounds like if you're not listening, have one, or we're gonna have some problems. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's not the holidays until you've downloaded eight versions of "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" and cried to all of them alone in your apartment. Okay That's Alexandria Daddario Daddario?
2: I'm I'm sorry Alexandria (laughs) Uh,
1: Show me the yams Said uh, when I was a kid I didn't realize the song I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus implied that daddy was Santa Claus I just thought Oh my gosh mommy's an adulterer
2: (laughs) Does it imply That daddy is Santa Claus? It does
1: It implies that it's dad wearing the suit.
2: That okay, so I don't know why. I'm not sure what happened <laughs> to cause this
1: but you phenomenon also <laughs> of
2: nature. No. That has been the Christmas song for some reason that has played like constantly in my head all year. Really? I, all I, year? Well, all or just season. Christmas season.
1: Okay. I was about to say that's even weirder.
2: So I would wake up with it. Playing in my head, so I'd <laughs> sing it for the rest of the day in my head. I, I really okay. I'm gonna have to Google the lyrics and read it now because I really did think that it was like, isn't there a part where it says, "Oh, forget it. Move on to the next one."
1: I mean, all the lyrics are written from the perspective of the child, so the child doesn't know that it's the child's father, right? <laughs> but uh... you're supposed to know. Well, yeah. Well,
2: no, duh. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. When you hear it, you're hearing it from the child's perspective because it's the child singing the song. Right. So, yes, as a listener, duh, you know that Santa is daddy. But (laughs) the way that that read made me feel like.
1: It was supposed to be blatantly obvious from the lyrics. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at the lyrics in a long time. But I've just always understood that.
2: Yeah, because it says, if Daddy had only seen Mommy kissing Santa Claus last night. See, so that...
1: That's okay. the, yeah, that's the implication. <sighs> okay.
2: I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish you would just listen to me. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, that's, that's the lyric that makes it clear to me that it's Daddy in the Santa suit.
2: No. Uh,
1: Is that not what you're saying?
2: That's not what I'm saying at all. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> this is what makes
1: it a show. Sure.
2: <laughs> um. No. I, okay. What was the tweet again? <laughs> Reader, tweet again. I'm, I'm his tweet again. Away
1: from it. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not the holidays until you. No. Wait. That's the wrong one. No. When I was a kid, I didn't realize the song I saw "Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" implied that Daddy was Santa Claus. I just thought Mommy's an adulterer.
2: See, so I don't think that it implies that Daddy is Santa Claus. I don't, I don't get that.
1: No, well, see. That's what I was just saying. That lyric that you just read is what, to me, implies that Daddy is Santa Claus. Mm, okay. Because, yes, it's written from the perspective of the child.
2: But the child doesn't know that, his, that Santa Claus is Daddy?
1: Right. But the song <laughs> is that implication. The fact that we're hearing the child saying, if Daddy had only seen... Okay. It implies that, oh, that is the daddy. Okay. Also, we're saying daddy a lot. I'm being very, I'm feeling very uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) Okay. Simon
1: Holland. Moving on. I never understood how the little drummer boy's parents could just send them outside alone at night to play his drum until my daughter brought a recorder home from school. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, that one I have thought about multiple times. Like, who is this kid's parents? Where are they? Were they there? I don't understand.
1: Uh... My kids have bought multiple recorders from the Dollar Tree. Oh, yes. Like every time they Mm -hmm. get to go to Dollar Tree to spend some of their piggy bank money, they always buy recorders. And I try to hide them every time I find them around the house. That's fair. I use that whole parental excuse. Well, you didn't put your toys up, so I had to take them for a while. Confiscated this.
2: Yeah, well, you know. I
1: hate them. I hate it. Uh, Another little drummer boy tweet from uh, Exploding Unicorn. Little drummer boy, I have no gifts, but I'll play for you on my drum. Mary, harsh whisper. The baby is sleeping.
2: Uh-huh. What is wrong with you. That is one of my favorite it's like it's a <laughs> it's a meme also, one of no. my favorite memes because it
1: <laughs> perfectly
2: sums up motherhood.
1: Uh all right, the last one we got here is a uh it's about Christmas shoes. No. Oh. From Sarah, from Sarah McGonagall. I
2: thought you were going to say McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I from almost Sarah did. Sarah
1: McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I can't <laughs> even say have, that.
2: Does she have anything to say about the, <laughs> the puppies and kittens?
1: Uh, so, so this young child might miss his mother's final moments in an effort to spend his life savings on a pair of shoes for her before she dies, which he may miss anyway, but to buy, to buy her the shoes... In this essay about the horrors of the capitalist paradox known as the Christmas shoes, uh I will lay out for you the facts, blah blah blah, but the lens ends with and then and then some random guy pays for the shoes and writes an entire song about how amazing he is for doing it, which the kid then has to hear on the radio every year to remind him of his dead mom for the rest of his life. Amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Also that also that all what one percent of people who are fans of this song right can enjoy it.
1: I mean, who are, is anyone out there? Anyone out there that yes. we know of a fan of this song? Yes. Do we know yeah. someone personally?
2: I do. Who? Yes, my cousin. Oh, yeah.
1: You're the worst, Mo's cousin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not. She's not in the Navy currently deployed or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think I posted or retweeted, like, favorite Christmas carols from something, and she rarely ever comments on any of my things or posts, and yeah. she commented Christmas shoes, and I was like, oh, no.
1: Oh, what's wrong with you? Really? Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, for our Christmas stream... Mo and I tackled the one-chip challenge. Today on the show, we're going to talk about just how that went and the aftermath.
2: But first, why don't you relive some of our pain from that night? (laughs) (laughs) Are we just going in?
1: We're just going in. There's no stalling. There's nothing left to do. Our show is done besides this. I can actually smell it from here. Yeah, it's very... Very potent. Okay, uh, Chris, count us down from uh, uh, a thousand.
0: <laughs> Please.
1: Three, two, one. Oh my
0: gosh! You have to eat the whole chip, and You're just prolonging the inevitable. Oh my gosh! Matt is already sweating. It tastes awful. Just don't die, babe, okay. Ah! I feel like that's pretty standard so far. Yep.
2: I... Alright. <laughs> okay, can we not drink or eat anything? Do whatever what you is gotta do. Do it. <laughs> Go.
0: I want your eggnog? Water. I want
2: some
0: water. <sighs> You're out of focus. <sighs> I believe you said out of focus. There, are people. they can't really speak. Oh my gosh! <sighs> and Mega was shaking. Don't look at me. Not my idea. <sighs> I really think she's in genuine pain. <laughs> They uh, really do. Uh, you guys ready for the questions? No. Challenge within a challenge. No! Uh,
1: my mouth. Matt
0: is doing the Lamas uh, stuff. My <laughs> lips are on fire.
1: <laughs> my mouth. It's a white hot torrent. Go white hot hey. heat. Go white with- hot heat. My nickname in high school. <laughs> That's what they called me on the badminton team. We bring the white hot heat. Oh, oh, I'm doing the uh, you know that little death toy bird. <laughs> uh, it just goes back and forth. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 Oh, don't make me laugh, because it <laughs> makes it hotter.
2: Oh. Don't burp, either.
1: I'm not planning on it. Oh. Oh. I not I, even... I
2: really can't. I'm crying. <laughs> I,
1: I... Tissues. tissues. Oh, I'm sorry. I have tissues. I'm so sorry. Drink the eggnog. Drink the eggnog. Eat your ice cream. Do whatever you got to do. Hit me with a movie thing, Chris. I'll tell a story. All right, let's see.
0: Let's describe Elf. The plot of Elf. The plot of Elf. Yeah, and the main character.
1: Okay, let me take a drink. Oh, gosh. I'm shaking. You see the shaking of the milk. Mm. Okay. It makes milk taste bad, too. Okay. Uh, Elf. I ruined this movie earlier, so it's going to be hard to not talk about how I ruined it, and actually tell the real story. (sighs) Santa Claus, out doing his thing, delivering gifts to the people of New York City, walks into an orphanage. I didn't see him actually leave any presents for the orphans. Might have just been there to point and laugh. (sighs) Took a baby by accident after he crawled into the sack of magicness. Oh! all right gets back to chris gets back to the the place at the north pole where they live and make toys and he crawls up and they name him buddy because the diaper says buddy diapers on it uh, fast forward 30 some odd years and he's the most giant elf on the planet uh, mm. oh i can do this oh uh, Giant elf, doesn't know he's an elf, sucks at making toys, and doesn't know why. Why, Papa Elf? Why am I awful? He overhears the conversation after being put on Jack-in-the-box-of-duty for making terrible exosketch paces. Hmm, 198 off the pace or something, I don't remember. Ah, He hates
0: to... Oh! (coughs) It's in my throat!
1: He hates the job of the Jack in the Box because the Jack in the Box scares him. Right? Mmm. Then he overheals two elves saying, Man, this boy, sir, is stupid. He doesn't know he's a, he's a person. He thinks he's a big elf. Standing in the shower. All tall. Big elf, drinking down. Getting water on him. Oh, man. This is just the first fifteen minutes. I'm trying to give, trying to give Mo some time to recover. I said the plot. Sitting on Papa Elf's lap like a giant, overgrown tree stump.
0: All right,
1: we're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, the aftermath of the one chip challenge.
2: But first, five not cool things.
1: Stick around. What's up, everybody? I'm Radio Matt, and this is five not cool things. Number 61. When you're standing at a urinal, and a guy walks in and chooses the urinal right next to yours when there are four other open ones. Number 62. Any test where the answer choice has A, B, C, D, and then there's E, which is none of the above. Meaning not only do you have to know what piece of info is correct, but the professor might actually be playing a trick on you and nothing is real. Number 63. When people just sigh angrily instead of saying what's making them upset. Number 64. Big flash ads in the middle of something you're trying to read. And number 65. When I begin buttoning my shirt and wind up with one button left at the bottom because I did it wrong. Why does this still happen? I am a grown man. Those were five not cool things. But you know what is cool? 2020 is over, fam. The year that reminded everybody of someone taking a dump on a burning tire is now dead and gone. 2020 is history. And we're moving on to 2021. And you know what? Even if 2021 sucks for a few more months, we got hope. We see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hang in there with me, family. back to the back row morning show i'm radio matt
2: and i'm mo and we hope you're listening to us on ltn radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m and again at 9 a.m central
1: that's right you can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the live 365 app on your smartphone device stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout too we're going to take a take a moment. We're going to take a moment.
2: Are we going to are we going <laughs> to take play it or is it already ours? A
1: quick round of who said it. This time I have got quotes from two rival flagship mascots from the 90s.
2: Oh man. Okay. Mario
1: and Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Oh gosh. I and don't I, know.
1: <laughs> now I believe these quotes cover games, cartoons and movies. Great. Uh, I believe also including that terrible Super Mario live action movie.
2: I actually really liked that one.
1: <laughs> it was awful. Uh, I'll read the quote. Mo's going to guess which is which. You can play along at home. Uh, this one is time, so we'll have 20 quotes, five minutes to answer them all. Are you ready? hmm right, Here we go. I've been on fire lately, but I hope you'll challenge me. Sonic. Wrong. Yeah, this is the real me. Pretty cool, huh? Sonic. Correct. You actually thought you could defeat me by transforming into a monster?
2: Oh, Mario?
1: Nope. I am more courageous than ever, than any, even you. Sonic. Wrong.
2: We're the (laughs) superstars.
1: We can't pause.
2: No, it's fine. Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm... Absolutely pooping (laughs) all over this one.
1: (laughs) We're the superstars. Uh, Mario. Right. Okay. Looks like we've reached the climax of our little game.
2: Um, Mario?
1: Wrong. I admire your fortitude, but carrying the entire world on your shoulders? Sonic? Correct. That tornado's carrying a car. Sonic? Correct. Oh yeah, bring it on. Looks like this party's just getting started. Time to rock and roll.
2: Mario?
1: Wrong. (sighs) Maybe this will keep that Lizard King from playing with the doors. Mario? Correct. Looks like the black creatures really mean business. Let's you and me show them a thing or two.
2: (laughs) Sonic? (laughs)
1: Correct. No copyright law in the universe is going to stop me. Mario. Wrong. Hey, you're very good. See you next time. Mario. There we go. It's-a me. Mario. <laughs> it's been a long time since the two of us ran along here together.
2: Sonic. Good
1: job. Welcome. Welcome, new galaxy.
2: Ooh. Sonic?
1: <laughs> Wrong. Open salami. Mario. Good job. All toasters toast toast. Sonic. Wrong. Really? <laughs> Wahoo! I'm the winner. Mario. Correct. We'll show that creep the real superpower of teamwork. Sonic. Correct. You got 12 out of 20.
2: Meh. 60%. I failed. That's a fail.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a fail.
1: Uh, Isn't that still a D? Isn't that a D minus?
2: I don't know anymore. I'm pretty anymore. sure
1: that's a D minus. I don't know. You just skated by, but just... the average score is seventy one percent. So I mean, you didn't do so much worse. Than
2: yeah. Those.
1: So I'm pretty sure a lot of those Mario quotes actually came from the Mario cartoon. Yeah. From the really early '90s, late '80s, even.
2: Open salami. Open salami. I'm glad that the one said wahoo because wahoo. Yeah, I can see him spinning around.
1: Wahoo <laughs> Wahoo That was the N sixty four version.
2: Oh um, <laughs> you know what? If I could get my hands on an N sixty four with the rumble pack, mm Yeah.
1: Good times.
2: That that's my childhood. <laughs> so
1: like the the Switch has I think I've told you about the Nintendo Switch online. Which is the NES emulator and the SNES emulator. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have a bunch of games on that. And I'm like, you know, we've had versions of this, though, for the last, like, two, three generations of systems. Mm-hmm. Can we please now get your third system on one of these? Right. There are so many N64 games I would love to play again. Yeah, And I just have never given the opportunity. Uh huh. They're small enough. You can put them in the thing, even if it's just like 10. That's fine. Just get the 10 best N64 games, put them on there, let me play some. Yeah. But they won't do it. I don't know why. To know why.
2: go back to Mario and slide down the little penguin slide? Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Well, the the closest you get right now is um, on the Switch they've released Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Okay. That's got... Nintendo 64, or sorry, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine from the GameCube, and Super Mario Galaxy from the Wii. Okay. Uh, and there's no real bells and whistles about it. Uh, they pretty much just ported the games exactly as they were. They just, you know, updated the controls a little bit. Um, so it really kind of feels like the original game. Some people see that as good because, like, it's a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, well, you couldn't have printed up the... Yeah. Graphics a bit. Yeah. A little bit.
2: That, that would be me.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when we got our itty bitty little teeny tiny uh, Super Nintendo, yeah, I was super excited, pulled it out, plugged it up, and I was like, oh,
1: gosh. <laughs> the graphics, the music. How did Ooh. We, Yeah.
2: Okay. But listen, my kids, Chris found, it was one of those Facebook ads that actually came through, but he found these little game boxes that are like the size of like the original game boy. Yeah. Okay. And it has every Nintendo game imaginable on it. And for hours since Christmas day, the four of them, when Chris first ordered it, he was like, you want me to get you one? They're only 20 bucks. I was like, nah, that's okay. You guys go ahead and get it for hours since Christmas night. They have been sitting in the living room, starting the same level at the same time to see who can get the furthest in the game. The same game, same level, same time. It's been really fun to see them. Two nights ago, I was finally like, will you get me one, please?
1: <laughs> That's
2: become our family game time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They're only $20? Yeah. 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 See, I wouldn't buy it at that, that price, you know? There's a certain level in my head of like, there's no way I'm buying that if it's only $20.
2: Oh, so far. <laughs> and they've put quite a few yeah. hours on them already. So far, no complaints at yeah, all. all,
1: right, all right. Yep. Here's hoping. Yeah. Here's hoping it sticks that way.
2: Either that or they're just going to spontaneously combust at some point. <laughs>
1: All right. so as we talked about in our last segment Mo and I did the one chip challenge For our special Christmas episode Uh, Today, we're going to Share with you how we felt during And uh, the aftermath in the days that Followed. So firstly, Mo uh, Explain the first few minutes After eating the chip for you
2: Mm, The first few minutes
1: Yeah
2: Were absolutely Miserable
1: (laughs) So there's a one of my favorite clips of you of all time happened in the first like thirty seconds, where because we streamed it on Twitch uh, when we recorded it, which was on the Tuesday before Christmas, uh-huh. and you eat that chip, and then you bend over and I don't know what you're doing. I think you're grabbing a, a tissue or a napkin or something. But when you come back, you make the the deepest, like manliest, mm-hmm. angry noise. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, she means it. She does not like this, (laughs) but I didn't notice it in the moment because I was, you know, flipping Mm -hmm. out myself. Yeah, but it's my favorite.
2: (laughs) It. So I'm really glad that our spouses were here, yes, to watch it, um, because from their perspective, and I, okay, in the moment as it's happening, I'm thinking to myself, I look absolutely just dumb insane right now (laughs) everybody who's watching on twitch is like oh my gosh this woman has lost her mind but then when i watched it back i was like oh and even somebody had made a comment mo i thought that you won because you were pretty chill during the entire thing with your reactions and i was like i was so not (laughs) chill at all
1: um but after
2: watching it back i was like oh okay i I wasn't reacting in the way that I thought I was. Right. All I, of your
1: stuff was bottled up internal. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Which, talking to my husband about it the following day, he was like, I'm glad you kept it all bottled up internal because he could see it he all see over it, yeah. my face. That's what he, he said. Yeah.
1: So I'm always in a lot of pain, I can tell.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I am in that much amount of pain and there's nothing that I personally can do to to calm it down, I get angry, yeah, like <laughs> raging, angry, so
1: how did how hot did you expect it to be, like compared to things we've done in the past? did you expect it to be much hotter than everything else?
2: Well, yeah, I expected it to be the hottest thing that i 've ever put in my mouth that i mean that 's what it advertises yeah. as yeah. so I was ex- but until you actually experience it. You have no idea what to compare it to. Right. And honestly, there is nothing to compare it to. There's really not. The second that it hit my mouth, and my chip was broken, and so (laughs) I ate...
1: You still had a hard time getting it in your (laughs) mouth.
2: Well, here's the thing. My chip was broken, so I ate just the first... Little, little bit. One, yeah. And Chris is like, nah, you got to eat the whole thing. And I look over at you and you had taken the whole chip. And I was like, well, shoot. Okay. <laughs> I guess I got to just one bite. Well, in that moment, the sides of my mouth are starting to burn yeah. already. You know, I, the one thing that I was freaking out most about was getting it on my hands and then... Touching my touching eyes. Touching your my eyes, eyes,
1: yeah. I was worried about that, too.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I, what do I do? So I'm trying to shove this chip, the rest of the chip, into my mouth <laughs> without it hitting the corners of my mouth anymore while holding the paper towel that we had wrapped it in. It, There was, thank goodness for wide mouths because I was able to just kind of lift my head back and just let <laughs> it fall. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's
1: <laughs> It's like a... Isn't there a. I think there's like a party game of that nature where they put like a Pringle somewhere on your face. And you or have an to like, Oreo. Or, yeah, an Oreo is yeah, what you, it is.
2: You stick it on your forehead with and your you have head to back. You
1: wiggle it down into your mouth. Mm.
2: Or your eye. Maybe your eye. Yeah, you have to. That's exactly what I
1: <laughs> was what channeling like, into. Yeah. And I was like, this is
2: definitely not an Oreo. Why am I willingly <laughs> doing this right now?
1: So, comparatively. I still found the experience with the jalapeno that we ate two thirds of in one bite worse,
2: okay, overall, yes, the jalapeno was worse, yeah, but Matt, I am telling you, I have never right away been in so much pain <laughs> as what I was with the one chip challenge that and I was the only thing that I can say is that I was not only raging angry. <laughs> But I was terrified because I was like, this cannot, I can't deal with this for a long period of time. I cannot deal with this amount of pain. How long is this going to last? And then the more that I was terrified, the more angry I got. Like, (laughs) why did you do this? Why? Why? Why did you agree to this? You're an idiot. You only have yourself to blame right now. You're the one who said yes.
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah. But I mean look what it produced. It really, uh, okay,
2: <laughs> long term, it was not nearly as bad right. as the jalapeno. It did have different effects than the jalapeno.
1: It definitely did. The yeah. jalapeno didn't really have any effect after the fact.
2: It did for, well, yes. No,
1: it didn't for you. You're right. <laughs> it was the milk. It that was the milk. For you? But anyway, as you were angry, uh, I felt your anger uh, in one brief moment, like aimed at me when you are asked... All right, can we drink or not? What's the deal? (laughs) I'm like, drink, do whatever you got to do. Just don't hurt me.
2: Okay, I don't know if you, and obviously you didn't, but the more that I talked, the worse it got.
1: No, talking for me helped so much.
2: See, and so that's That's why why I
1: went on for such a long time talking about elf.
2: I continued (laughs) shoveling food in my face. Every possible thing that I could stick in my mouth That's what I was doing.
1: All the eggnog, all the bread, all the ice cream.
2: The eggnog helped, but I had to tell myself, you can't drink any more of this. this. Yeah. So I just pulled out that ice cream. And Deidre looks at me at one point and she's like, I'll get you a spoon. And I was like, "Mm, I'll need a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Tongue in pint.
1: Oh, that ice cream is a really good cooler down there.
2: I, you know, as we re or as I rewatched it, though, I didn't realize that I just held the ice cream in my hand. Yeah, you
1: just sat there just... with an angry look on your face, holding that up. Just every now and then, yeah, but... giving it a kiss, giving it a smooch.
2: And truly, that I did multiple times kiss the ice cream <laughs> yeah, because this... my lips were on fire.
1: Now, see, my I was afraid of my lips hurting, and they, you know, they were. They hurt a little bit, but it didn't hurt nearly as bad as I expected. Yeah. Um, burping was the worst. Burping was bad. Burping was bad.
2: It, I was not expecting that. <laughs> that was probably the biggest like, oh, what is happening right now? Because I let out one big, massive burp. And yes, you did. <laughs> when it all just... At that point, I think I was finally coming down a little bit. And my body's like, nope, you wanted to put us through this torture? (laughs) It's going to be torture. (laughs) Burp. Oh, my gosh. That was awful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I had to do the desktop bird thing, you know, the little Mm
2: -hmm. little thing that just Uh goes up and Just wobble.
1: That's what I was doing the whole time, telling the story of Elf. Took a really long time doing that as well, because talking really helped. It took my mind off of it. Mm -mm. And then by the time I was done, you saw him, like, you change your... That's when I asked, how do you feel? And I'm like, yeah, I feel OK. Yeah. All right. I was like talking normal and everything. Now, it got a little hotter after that, after I stopped talking and you were angrily trying to recap uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Well, and, you
2: know, <laughs> this has absolutely nothing to do with the chip. But my daggone husband knows that we have only watched Miracle on 34th Street <laughs> once in our 15 years of marriage. Once. And that was this year. So why on earth did he give me Miracle on 34th? I thought for sure he was going to be kind and sweet, already seeing he voiced that he could see how much pain I was in. (laughs) So I thought for sure he'd give me Home Alone 2.
1: Home Alone, Home Alone 2, something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. Miracle on 34th Street. What?
1: (laughs) Uh, So... When I was done talking, like I said, I, I could feel the pain again. And I also had found that, like, pocket of chip that had oh, buried yeah. itself in the side of my yeah. cheek. And that was bad. Uh, and so I had to get through that little bit of pain again. But it still wasn't nearly as bad as, as uh, the jalapeno. Because the jalapeno just never left. The jalapeno was burning, intense pain for what felt like 20 solid minutes. Yeah. It just never stopped. Um. Even yeah. when we were moving on to other peppers in that video, mm-hmm. we were still feeling the effects of that jalapeno. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous.
2: I, yeah, I agree.
1: So what about after? What about the that night? How did that night go for you?
2: So we go home, and I leave, and I'm feeling okay. I'm like, okay. it. But after it was Bubba, right, that told you, Exactly what to expect and how to prepare, what to do prior. And so up until that point, everything that we had been told, the Pepto, the Hawaiian sweet rolls, everything worked. Everything was spot on. So I was terrified to know and feel
1: (laughs) what would be coming. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So I think by the time that I made it home. My stomach is really kind of in knots at that point and I'm right. not sure if it's in knots because of the ice cream and eggnog or because of the chip.
1: Right, it was actually very funny. To have watched, we we reacted to our original video, yeah, where you're talking about how your stomach hurts the whole time, and then at the end of this thing, you look in the camera and say, "My stomach hurts." Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, I wonder why."
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> we cannot be too sure if it was because of the chip or because of the dairy that I I took in. Um, I did try to watch how much dairy I took yeah, in this time, though. I think you did. So right. I didn't drink nearly as much.
1: Oh, yeah. You've chugged half a gallon of milk and eaten a lot of that ice cream.
2: Yeah. Um, But so I lay down on the couch, get the kids in bed, lay down on the couch, and the only thing that I can equate it to is labor pains. (laughs) Like, my stomach is in, it just feels like one big knot, and it was contracting. Like, every now and then, it would just (laughs) tighten, and I'd be like, oh, the only thing that would get me through is just moaning, Oh and Chris is like, I don't know why you do this to yourself. I don't know. I don't know why you do it.
1: So you're in the fetal position. Yeah. Just uh in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Did uh did did the the okay, so let's be a little gross, but the way Bubba explained it was your 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 leavings, your mm-hmm. future leavings were gonna feel like Icy hot, Mm -hmm. which goes on cold, tingles up, gets warm, and it just kind of sits there and tingles on what's usually a sore muscle, right? Uh, But not that in this case. Did you have that? Did you experience that ever?
2: No. I I I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, getting slightly gross and a little bit personal. Um, that is not something that happens frequently for me i have to take medicine for it and oh so yeah i didn't know that yeah and so as i like woke up the next morning i was like do i take my medicine today or do i not like i can control this as it to whether up. i know as to whether or not i feel the pain or not but my stomach was still in such knots at that point. I, right. I was like, okay, you have to take your medicine. You have to. If you feel the pain, you feel the pain.
1: This it has to leave your body.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, so I very reluctantly took my medicine for the day. Um, and then just kind of waited in like panic and distraught <laughs> until it actually happened. And then I was like, oh. This wasn't bad at all. There no side effects. And at that point, you had already texted and said, yes, I am feeling the icy hot.
1: So, yeah. So Bubba had explained it that, like, it was almost immediate for him. He's like, 20 minutes later, that's what was happening. And, like, 20 minutes after you left, I had to use the restroom. But that didn't happen. Okay. My stomach was churning. Yeah. But that didn't happen. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, I'm like, the next day, middle of the afternoon, I'm still like, yeah, I've gone a couple times. That has not happened yet. Like, maybe Bubba was exaggerating. I was feeling so cocky. Yeah. I'm like, Bubba's a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> and then last that night, like 24 hours later, that's when that started. And it lasted a good day and a half. Really? It was awful. And I had to... It was, it was a multiple-time event. Like, it wasn't... It was like, you know, it was like you were sick. Yeah. Like you just had to go every couple hours at the minimum for a day and a half. And so it was for, always that bad.
2: So for me, the feeling was more nausea. Like I felt yeah. nauseated for about 36 hours after yeah. to where I, if I did too much, then I'm like, okay, I got to sit down. I feel like I'm going to puke everywhere. And Chris right. is like. Well, are you ever going to do the one chip challenge yet? No, I'm not.
1: Okay. I've done it
2: once. I said I did it. I right. s- now I can say that I've done it.
1: Right. Day two, all I really needed was some Tums every now and then. But like.
2: I didn't think to take Tums. Day there. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> but day three and four were pretty bad. Yeah. Day five, I was done. It was clear. I was back to normal. But the weird thing that happened for me, and this I don't think, I think you said this didn't happen for you, is that my sense of taste got altered.
2: Yeah, it did not happen for me It was me at so
1: all. strange. So like 30 minutes to an hour after you had left that night, I was feeling okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My stomach was turning a little, but it was kind of off and on. And I even got hungry. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get some dinner. Yeah. I had a lot of editing still to do that night. So I'm like, I'm going to go get some McDonald's, come back. I get back here, I have uh, french fries, I have a burger, and I have a Diet Dr. Pepper. Okay. I take a sip of the Diet Dr. Pepper, and I cannot taste... It tastes flat. Like, I can't taste carbonation whatsoever. I'm like, ah, oh, the carbonation must have been busted. Weird. I'm like, this is lame, all right. So I had, like, a can of Diet Coke up here, so I got a Diet Coke, and I opened it, and I took a sip, and there's no carbonation in that either. Hmm. I'm like, this is strange. It's like my tongue was just defeating the carbonation on impact Mm -hmm. i couldn't it's all all was like syrup water that's all i was tasting like well this sucks so couldn't drink so i took a couple french fries just the blandest french fries i've ever had in my life i'm like i can't taste salt either i can't taste salt i can't taste carbonation all i can taste is sweet so i ate my hamburger all i could taste was the ketchup you know, just this very sweet, overwhelming taste. Couldn't taste the... Well, I could taste a bit of the sourness in the pickles, too. But, like, any of the saltiness of the burger or the cheese or all that, couldn't taste that at all. It was very strange. And that lasted for, like, at least 24 hours that intensely. Yeah, Long enough to where I'm like, crap, do I have COVID? Because that's a thing. So
2: that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm so glad that didn't happen to me. I didn't have, I think that was just like God intervening on my behalf at that point because. Had I my taste buds been messed up at all, I would have been right. freaking out. Right. I did the stupid one chip <laughs> challenge, and I've got coronavirus. <laughs> Worst Christmas ever.
1: <laughs> but uh, now, after about a day and a half, it all came back. Uh, but but it still lingered for a little while. Like things still tasted weird for a little while, hmm. but not as bad. But okay. it's just like every now and then I'd have something. Like, oh, that tastes off. No. Like I had a. I think I had a Reese's tree. Which, you know, the peanut butter has a lot of salt in it. Yeah. And it just wasn't tasting nearly enough of the salt. I'm like, oh, this is awful.
2: Interesting. (laughs) Hmm.
1: But, uh, I mean, a couple days after that. By day five, again, like like everything else, by day five, I was back to normal all the way around. Yeah. But it was just very strange. Hmm. Very strange.
2: Thankfully, I did not have that side effect. (laughs) So I, right away... I treated it as if it was a hangover. (laughs) (laughs) That is how I treat. I took ibuprofen. I ate a sleeve of crackers and I drank some chicken broth. (laughs) And then right before bed, I drank a can of carbonated water. And so everything tasted fine to me. Nothing tasted off. And I think, honestly, the carbonated water helped. Because carbonated water makes me burp, and so as I'm burping, I've just kind of felt like the first couple burps were really hard, really intense, just like when we were recording. Uh huh. Um, But after that, every burp, I was just like, "Okay, this is getting better and better. (laughs) I can do this." So. uh,
1: Can you believe I've never had a hangover? Really. Yeah, because I don't drink. That's true. But there have there wasn't, like, we went to Las Vegas, and, like, you know, we we set up the conditions to where we'd be in our our, our room uh, at a certain part that night, because I wanted to uh, experience at least, you know, a buzz or something. Everyone's always talking about how you get buzz and alcohol or whatever. Yeah. I have, like, four or five things in a row. Never felt any kind of buzz. Never felt drunk. Woke up perfectly fine wife not so much yeah and like this i don't know maybe i'm impervious to this i don't know maybe i'm superman just can't get (laughs) maybe (laughs) Uh, we've i mean both of us i think have had a total of a dozen drinks maybe in our entire adult life yeah we don't you know it's not something we do often so i haven't had the chance to ever get you know have a hangover really beyond that one trip but, uh, yeah, it's something I've never experienced, and I probably never will. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing.
2: I, I, to be <laughs> fair. You know, finally, at 35 years old, I'm like, mm... I don't. I don't want to feel that way. You know what? One's enough. Yeah, one's
1: enough. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll share our latest Twitter poll about 2021.
2: More backroom morning show to come.
1: Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So, go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN radio, or enable the LTN radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now, let's get you back to that podcast. the back row morning show and things are winding down for the day
2: but first it's a new year and we want to know how you're feeling about it so we took to twitter and asked you how are you feeling about 2021
1: all right so we had four uh choices for answers uh it's gonna be great won't be as bad as 2020 2020 the sequel or it'll make us miss 2020
2: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know, man. Um, Let's see. I'm going to say 2020, the sequel, number one.
1: Close. That was number two. Okay. 33% said 2020, the sequel. Uh, won't be as bad as 2020 was number one. Okay. Which is good. It's hopeful. Yeah. It's hopeful without being...
2: Overly positive. Too
1: positive about it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we're not we're not gonna put money on it. Right. But yeah. We think it'll be better overall. Yeah. Uh forty two point nine, almost, you know, close to half. Uh third place was it'll make us miss twenty twenty. So over almost exactly half. Yeah, almost exactly half are saying 2020 is going to, or 2021 is going to be as bad or worse. Worse, yeah. So that's not as good.
2: So that answer <laughs> is very strange for me because it has a positive feel while being negative.
1: It'll make us miss 2020. Yeah. yeah. It has a positive connotation, but in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I heard it at first, and I was like, oh, how positive. No, that's not really positive. That's negative. If you get well, to the point
1: where, like, that... I would live 2020 over again to get out of 2021, that's going to be a bad situation. Yeah, true. <sighs> Only 7.7% said it's going to be great. 77 are putting money on it. This year is our year. This is the year 2020 was supposed to be.
2: And now I wonder how many of that 7% actually we're reading that going it's going to be great or it's going to be great <laughs> cuz those two things mean could be very could different
1: be. could be inflection who knows <laughs> you know <laughs>
2: going to be great
1: uh, all right well, let's end with our verse for the day
2: our verse for the day is proverbs 16:3 commit your work to the lord and your plans will be established
1: that's going to do it for our show today be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com we've got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show LTN Radio and our other podcasts and videos if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd and specifically with LTN Radio then please visit give.ltnradio.com Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible
2: follow us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air and at Love Thy Nerd, and the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church, so search us out and join in on the fun.
1: Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Something along the lines of... Uh, It's better than 2020.
2: We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day.
1: Mo, final thought. My stomach hurts. (laughs) Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.